I didn't mess it up. It seems like you messed it I up. I didn't mess it up. <laughs> it's working now. Look it at is. it go. Look at the, the little uh, waveforms. Wave, waveforms go. Yes. Woo. Woo. Matt Steele's excited because he pressed like one button to help this process today. Yes, I pushed the 48V, which what does that mean? Uh, basically, the microphones need power, not just to be plugged in. And so that 48V is giving them power. What? Why not 47V or 49V? Why it's like 48? a 48-volt battery. It's like certain volts are just certain numbers. Okay. Okay. And this monitor that's yes. just like the sound for the in your headphones. Yes, exactly. I knew that. Oh my gosh. Needs Look a degree at you. in recorded music, not me. I mean, some people do. Some people have that. It's exciting. Cool. Yeah. Cool. How's your BFA doing? It's it's somewhere in my <laughs> closet in New Jersey. It's just dusting away. Dusting away. <laughs> Love I'm enter- Hello, I'm entertaining the people on this podcast. That's true. Hello. Look at me enter- using my degree. That's true. <laughs> I feel like good. in comparison to many people with BFAs, you're probably doing more with it. I'm absolutely. I'm there you go. More, uh, a lot of people, a lot more people in my class than... There. That sentence didn't make sense. <laughs> it didn't. Uh, more than some people, people in my class who were just like, oh, I'm going to, there's one girl who's like a ma- professional matchmaker now, which is like, oh, that is that's a cool really job. Cool. That's actually really, really cool. I would love to do that. I don't know that I'd be good at it. I'm trying to think Who cares ever. if you're good at it? People are giving you money. I know, but I want to be good at the thing I do. I don't want to do something and not like good at it. The thing is like, if you're not a good matchmaker, like it. You can be like, well, it's not my fault. You're just not compatible. I don't know. Like, (laughs) I I feel like there's if you're if you have couples that aren't compatible, like it's more understandable. Yeah. Like, have you ever set anyone up on a date? No, God, no. I've done it. Have I? No. I think I've only done it once and it went very poorly. But that was not my fault. It was the guy's fault. It was my friend Sarah, who we love and someone else in the area. Mouth it to me. (laughs) <laughs> I, I I can't read the lips. I, I, this is the worst. This is really really hard. Uh, okay. I, during a break, I will tell you. But when I tell you, he showed up. He and I think he told me he was on Xanax. He oh. opened the date with. Do you ever feel like the more you date, the lower your standards get? I remember you telling me about this story. Do you remember who it was? No, okay, I well, don't. I'll tell you on a break I because read those lips. I know you couldn't. <laughs> I love that you were like, I can read lips. Mouth, it's amazing. No, nope. like, I don't know what you're saying. <laughs> no, no, it didn't work, guys. <laughs> everybody, welcome back to another Two Gay Matt's podcast. It's your favorite host, Matt Steele. And, and so we're beginning today. <laughs> and your more favorite host, Matt Palmer, who's also here. I'm not getting just run over in the introduction. Jeez. I, want, I want to know what would happen if I, you know, just, just kept going. Just kept it a one-man show. <laughs> I mean, I'd like to speak I wonder on the if the podcast. people's, like, hearts, like, panicked for a second. I bet like, they, they were like, like, oh my god, oh my god, what happened to Matt Palmer? Is he okay? Yeah, he, got, fi- he got fired during that little banter <laughs> moment in the beginning. <laughs> I know, it was a really tough time. But you know, sometimes you gotta let people go. I'm looking forward to seeing how you keep up the podcast without any of the recording <laughs> I know how to do it I know how to push 48V that's true you're ready you're ready to produce Matt Steele yeah how was your week oh my week was was good right. uh, it, there were a lot of tears but like uh, because I was building my furniture <laughs> or I was assembling my furniture however the fuck you want to call it yes um, I was assembling my desk mm. my dresser mm. my end t- mm. table and it took many days many 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 stressful stressful hours in the mm. living room but that desk took Three days, guys. 
But you know what? It's done. I'm, I've and they are gorgeous. My rooms, and they're gorgeous. They look really good. But yes, they, I, I can attest they were in the living room for a long time. <laughs> <laughs> and um, yeah, so wait, your tears were just stress tears. They stress were just like tears. overwhelmed. There were many moments, especially during the desk, where I like mm. messed, I realized I messed something up like many steps prior. Mm. So I had to undo a bunch of stuff that and sucks. then put it back together. It was, it was, it's That's horrible. the worst thing. And I you imagine. try to like be like, oh, maybe I can like skip these undoing steps and just no. bypass this and no. you can't you, you just cannot. gotta undo the whole thing you yes. just gotta suck it up and do it um and so what else did I do? I uh, I saw Ford versus Ferrari. Oh, and the people want to know. The people want to know my opinion of Ford versus Ferrari. Yes. I saw it yesterday with my friend Connor, like yes. I promised. Um it was well made. Wow. It's a well made movie. I didn't understand a single thing anyone was <laughs> saying or doing, but you know, those cars were fast. <laughs> they were going and going and going. Would you say you liked it? I enjoyed, I, uh, uh, the first, the first, um, I would say third was mm. a little rough. Okay. Like I was kind of just like there, all of these terms, girl, what? Like I don't know what's <laughs> happening. There's a lot of white men, mm. lot of white men, forty five to sixty five. Oof, that um, is not my demo. <laughs> and, um, but you know the performances are nice, and and but then like near like the ends, like they're racing. It's big, long. It's a twenty four hour race. This race that mm. like in France. Okay. It, I don't. I didn't. <laughs> understand how the racing worked because it was like they had to swap out drivers I was gonna but like say. There was only one winner it's it was weird I don't okay. know it's like when I found out what a pinch hitter hitter was mm. uh, in baseball yes and when I'm just, someone else hits for them or yeah whatever. and I'm just yeah. like well that that's not a real baseball player like oh <laughs> no, like if you have a pinch hitter, I was uh, a pinch hitter is like basically like the person I, who bats for you can't wait till we explain this <laughs> <laughs> the and, thing is I my my boyfriend does like baseball and so this has been explained to me a little bit and I think if you are pitching Mm -hmm. and you're a pitcher you're much better at pitching than you are at batting and during some point the pinch hitter can come in and hit for you but then it might have to be after you're done pitching like if you're gonna pitch again the next inning you have to bat in the batting order okay this is unclear pinch pinch hitter has to be like in the final like if the the Pitchers being taken off the base, off the mound, but a new pitcher hasn't been put on the mound yet. Then the pitcher can hit. No. This literally is I'm probably sorry. all wrong. I'm but sorry, this is wrong. This is cheating. <laughs> if you are a good baseball player, you are good at it. All, but you girl. can't do everything. Some people are more offense. Some people are more defense. Some people are pitchers. You have to focus on what you're best at. Yeah, but like the, a, a person hits for you and you get the credit. I don't know if you. Oh. That's wrong. <laughs> we I don't know. I don't get it. About this. Anyway, this guy's this has gone into, in weird directions. Yes. Um Ford V for well, the funny thing about Ford versus Ferrari yes. is um you know, I was expecting Connor to be like, "Oh my god, I love it and yeah. everything." So, I at the end of the movie, I was like going to turn to him and be like, "You know, this was well done. Yeah. I, I was relatively enjoying yeah. myself." I turned to him and he turns to me, and out of his mouth first was, "That's not getting nominated for best picture." <laughs> wow! <laughs> and I was like, "Whoa, bitch! You said it, not me." Do you feel that way? Uh, it might like it is. It is well done. Like all the technical aspects are really very. Would you good. be upset if it won? It's not gonna win. <laughs> it's not. It's not winning best picture. It's not winning best picture. Okay. That's very much. Uh, I would say it's between the Irishman, Parasite, and Marriage Story. I okay, would say. I'm excited to see two of those. 
I will not see that seven hour movie. Like, uh, no, 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 I'm, no, I'm no, no. It. Well, sweetie. I'm going to hunker down and see it. Have yeah, Palmer, how was your Look week? at you. Oh, fourth out of 19. <laughs> I will count it. Uh, my week was good. My work week was kind of long. It was a lot of like staying late at the job, which, you know, is not my bag. I oh, love no. being like, oh, six o'clock time to clock out. But I had to stay a little late. And so that was a lot. Um, but the weekend has been very lovely. I've done several things, some of which will come up later. But I also went to um, Home Depot yesterday. Mm-hmm. I and walked in the door like at one o'clock in the morning last night and yes. saw uh, uh, I was like, oh, it's not even Thanksgiving yet. And we have a big apartment now. And yes, guess, there's a visitor in our apartment. Yes. And it is a beautiful pre-lit Christmas tree. Pre-lit. Good for you. Oh, girl. my God. Pre-lit. Fake. Uh, the lights can change from multicolor to just white, which I didn't even realize was a thing. Also, those fake Christmas trees are so fucking expensive. I did a middle of the road one, and it was one hundred and fifty dollars. Ooh, there were Damn. there were trees that were seven hundred dollars. Are you kidding? And I'm like, what? The, who the fuck did would they buy have? This? Did they have examples like? Uh, like pre. Oh yeah, they did. They had they had examples. And did, it, I mean, did you notice a difference between the? They were taller, and maybe if you got closer to it, look, it looked more real or whatever. But like. No, no, it's not seven hundred dollars more real. No. How uh, tall uh, is this tree? I want to say it's maybe seven and a half feet. Damn, I know. Ooh, we got high ceilings now. Girls. I know. Gosh, it's, hopefully it doesn't touch the ceiling. It might be. It might be shorter than that. Maybe six and a half. But it's either six and a half or seven and a half. Our, our um, ceilings aren't like six and a half. Our ceilings, no, our no. I'm sorry. I'm talking about the tree. I'm talking about the tree. It's pre lit. It can be multicolored. It can be white lights, and it has remote control. I'm just so ready for it to be feeling like Christmas. You know how I feel about the Christmas holiday, and obviously this goes much in line with if you've been looking at our social media, you've seen that. The official pop Christmas song bracket has begun. Matt Steele. I'm ready to fill out my bracket. Really? I listen to everything. Really? Yes, oh my gosh. Bracket, so we'll record our two game ads and put that video up. Yes. So if you have not um, seen this, go to our Twitter, our Instagram, or our Facebook page and download the official pop Christmas bracket. We have all the original pop Christmas songs um, that have come out relatively recently. Some old ones, but nothing super old. Like, sorry, no, Judy Garland, have yourself a Merry Little Christmas because not like 19 fucking 20. Stevie Wonder but old. He's not 1920 old. He, that was not 1920. Uh, she Mary, have yourself a merry little Christmas. Was like the 50s. Yeah, too old. Or like, or like, for one, I don't know when that movie. Came well, out I think the Stevie Wonder song is probably the oldest, and maybe Donny Hathaway too. And I feel like earliest they're late 60s, but I bet they're 70s. Anyways, uh, <laughs> they're black people, so it's better. <laughs> Jesus Christ! So uh, make sure to go to one of our social media pages and download your bracket and tell us what you think the best Christmas songs. Have. We've gotten a few people have filled out the brackets. Well, just Jackson and uh, someone else online. Neither of them picked All I Want for Christmas is You as their favorite. And it's just like, I think oh. I saw another person, too. Did you? I think. I what they pick? Not All I Want for Christmas is You. <laughs> was it the Britney Spears person? The person who put... Um, I think it was someone else. Really? Maybe, I, they... maybe I'm just imagining it. Okay. Either way, <laughs> like, guys, I thought we all agreed on this. Like, I thought we were all on the same page. But clearly, I just, you know, everyone's my enemy is what I've learned. I think First, people want the non-obvious decision. I think they want to, like... Get, like have some variety here I'm just saying It's a classic for a reason like, Yeah I agree with you I just, I just feel like I thought we were all On the same page I just feel really betrayed Is all I'm, all I'm saying I'm, I'm, I'm sorry <laughs> yes, I'm sorry too <laughs> Like Taylor would say To Jake Gyllenhaal <laughs> When he didn't go To our birthday party <laughs> um, Okay let's I guess we should Jump into news for idiots But yes go to our um, Social media pages Fill out your brackets Send it in We want to see what Everyone's you know Brackets This is really like. important you have, very, you have a month people Matt Steele <laughs> is very much Like this is dumb I don't see why This is such a big deal to you I'm like it's exciting It's not 
not dumb. It's cute. It's cute. But like you, you're taking it very seriously. <laughs> so it's not dumb level, but it's definitely like silly frivolous level. <laughs> I just feel like this is important to some people and some people meaning me. So other things that happened this week, the Grammy nominations came out. I, uh, I, for some reason I was up late. Okay. Like very, very late. I think, I forget what I was doing, but like yeah. it was. Uh, I, I forget yeah. And so I was about to go to bed And then all of a sudden I saw like the Grammy nominations Come out in like 30 minutes And I was like mm, I'll, stay, I'll stay up and watch these live There's nothing I love more Than like a Wait, live You actually watch them be announced? Yeah Wow I've I did. never done that Oh really? Not once uh, They're not as exciting As like no, the Oscar nominations I don't think they like they, It's literally people Who can't read off of a, <laughs> a card Like trying to like Pronounce everything And they They announce them really fast And it, there's right. no answer, Whatever I don't want to criticize Their ability to announce nominations I, But like you guys Gotta do better The Oscars <laughs> Have you uh, Have you there um, so Lizzo is leading the nominees this year with a total of eight, including album of the year, record of the year, song of the year, and best new artist. Billie Eilish and Lil Nas X follow with six nominations each. Meanwhile, Taylor Swift's Lover and Lady Gaga's uh, A Star Is Born soundtrack, which was not eligible for last year's Grammys, only landed three noms apiece. A disappointment for two albums that were heavily promoted and expected to fare better in the nominations. Neither of no- is nominated for album or record of the year. But Truth Hurts is up for uh, record and song. Um, because um, I Love You Deluxe is up for Best Album and Best Urban Contemporary Album. Um, Eilish and Lil Nas X will compete with Lizzo for Best New Artist. Blah, 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 blah. <laughs> um, album of the Year. The albums we, I mean, not, I guess I'll read them all, but there are some that we don't care about. Uh, I, I don't know what that is. Bonnie Vare, uh, Norman fucking Rockwell, Lana Del Rey, and we fall asleep. Where do we all go? Billie Eilish, thank you. Next, Ariana Grande. I used to know her. Her seven, Lil Nas X, because uh, I love you. Deluxe, Lizzo, Father of the Bride, Vampire Weekend. Of these, knee jerk. Who do you want to win? Oh, uh, who do I want to win? Oh, uh, which yeah. album? Honestly, I feel like the album I enjoyed the most was uh, Ariana Grande. I think so, too. Yeah. Which is weird. Like, that's, it's a, like, that's a solid album. Uh, it's like, that's definitely her album. best. I feel like there is a little bit of a lull in the middle, but I think in general. Yeah. No, it's it's so not solid. like such a lull that like, but it's like, no, like every one of these songs, like I enjoy. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I, I mean, it's the most traditionally pop album. Right. That's true. Them, you know, um, who do I think is I mean, going to win? I really don't know. I can't tell you. I feel like Lana Del Rey might win. Really? Yeah. I really kind of do. I feel like people are kind of like, Ooh, let's give it to Norman fucking Rockwell. I mean, um, I could see the, some, one of the people we don't care about winning, like Bonnie Vare or Vampire Weekend. I feel Weekend. like Bonnie Vare is nominated for everything. He is. And I have no idea who that is. I know who I've heard of him, and like he was on a Kanye record back when I listened to Kanye West music. Okay. Um, and I'm sure he's a good guy. I'm sure he's a nice guy. He has a big beard. Um, I could see one of them winning just because I don't think there's been like a huge overarching pop artist that's like everyone is on board with them. Mm-hmm. If Ariana won, I would be excited, but also a little like... Mariah's never won that. Yeah, that's... You know what I mean? Like, yeah. And I don't mean to be a bitter lamb, but just like... And I love Ariana. She has definitely created a whole lane for herself at this point, but... You know, yeah. You got, wouldn't you want to give it to your four mothers before you give it to your <laughs> your children? I don't know. Are you? I was very, very surprised. A like, Lover was not nominated. Yeah. Uh, uh, Stars Born soundtrack was not nominated. But the, the Homecoming wasn't nominated. I wasn't surprised about that. See, I feel like a lot of people were predicting it to be nominated I and think predicting it to be a threat. I thought that was weird because it's a concert. Yeah, album. exactly. But like, and I it's feel like, like all the songs had been released before. I feel like albums like that have 
done well in this category. Not before. by pop artists. Maybe if I if she was like eighty and singing with a you know a thirty year old, maybe. But like, mm-hmm. not. I don't feel like if you are a mainstream pop artist, if you put out any sort of concert collection or like you know greatest hits or something, it's. Mm-hmm. I feel like it's not gonna happen. So I don't know. I didn't think that was that surprising. What's it called? Uh, though the gift was nominated for a pop, which was album. interesting. I know. I think that's an interesting category for it. But I love. I did see Lion King, the gift, in several categories. Like, thank goodness that we're not ignoring it just because it didn't. It wasn't the commercial success it should have been. Amazing. Because album. what an Amazing album. Amazing. What an album. album. Yeah. Um, okay. Record of the year. Hey Ma Bonnie Vare, Bad Guy, Billy Eilish, Seven Rings, Ariana Grande, Hard Place, Her, Talk, uh, Khaled Khalid. I can never say his name. Old Town Road, Lil Nas X, Truth Hurts, Lizzo, Sunflower, Post Malone, and Sway Lee. What do you want to win? What do I want to win? Yes. Uh, I mean, want to win and probably will win. Give it to Old Town Road. It's, yeah, it's the record. Of it the was year. the record. Like of it's the, year. the record of the year. It's, it's true. the biggest like hit ever. <laughs> like part of me wonders if people are going to consider it like a novelty song, and then I could see Truth Hurts winning. Uh, that makes sense. You know, I think it would be between the two of them. Mm-hmm. Um, Bad guy, maybe Sunflower also is a big song, and it was attached to a movie and was really good. So mm-hmm. I wouldn't be mad if that won. Uh, but I think it's between Lizzo and Lil Nas X. Personally. Okay, and for yeah. song. Always remember us this way, Lady Gaga and friends. Uh, bad guy, Billie Eilish, Bring My Flowers Now, uh, Brandy Carlisle, Hard Place, Her, Lover, Taylor Swift, uh, Norman fucking Rockwell, Lana Del Rey, Someone You Loved, Louis Capaldi, and Truth Hurts, Lizzo. I see bad guy winning this one. Oh, really? Yeah, I see bad guy winning this one. Why this one and not record? I don't know. For some reason, I see... I For some reason, I think... I, I imagine they would want to split wealth between Lizzo and Billie mm. Eilish. And I see them seeing Billie Eilish as more of like the songwriter mm. uh, as opposed to. So I, if I feel like it would be like this wins song of the year and maybe Truth Hurts win record wins record of the year, yeah. or like maybe Billie Eilish wins song of the year and Lizzo wins best new artist. Oh, okay. Um, and Lil Nas X win, wins record of the year. I think mm. that's a pretty nice split between. The, you don't you don't three. see either uh, one of the three of them kind of dominating all the categories. Um, I don't want to see that. Yeah. I want to see some wealth distribution yeah, there. The yeah, life. especially because I've. Like all three pretty equally. Yeah. So, yeah. you know. Um, I could see someone you loved winning just because it feels like it's a song, song of the song. year song. Like it's very yeah. much like we wrote the song on a piano and we're all emotional and it was a big hit and it's a big hit now during like the phase in which we are uh, voting. Yeah. So I could see that being a surprise win, but I also haven't heard the Brandy Carlisle song and I feel like she's so, so talented and I should listen to it just in case because it could be amazing. All right. Last one that I want to go over is just best new artist. Uh, well, no, let's do let's do the pop vocal album Lion King the gift uh Billie Eilish when we fall asleep where do we go Ariana Grande thank you next number six collaborations project Ed Sheeran lover Taylor Swift um get it Beyonce right <laughs> get like get right. it Beyonce. like wh- I, I we would. love lover here we love, love lover, lover here, here but like and obviously like thank you next is an excellent yes. album but like if this would be such a cool win I for know, Beyonce I and know. like such a refreshing win. And it's weird because obviously Beyonce has like 3000 Grammys, but like, I don't know. I feel like weirdly she's the underdog in this category, but her yeah. album is so excellent. Hold on. Is she the only black person in this category? 
Uh, yes. All right, all black voters. Yeah. <laughs> Put your votes Put your in vote. one direction. I, I mean, that could work. I could see like all those other, because all the other albums could totally split. Yeah, absolutely. The split. one that sticks out the most as being something different is be- The Gift. Yes. So I love gift. how like we can't even just call it The Gift. We have to call it The Gift. I mean, that's what it is. It's <laughs> The Gift. <laughs> it was a gift given to all of us. So I appreciate that. Um, okay. I need, I'm only mostly bringing this next story up because I want you to explain it to me. Uh-huh. Apparently, Julia Roberts was once suggested to play Harriet Tubman? What? I can't explain it. <laughs> really? You want me to explain this? I, I can't. I scoured that article looking Does for... Does it make any sense? This The thing is, <laughs> I scoured that article looking for some sort of weird wording or loophole yes. to be like, is this just like a clickbait headline? Yes. Is there like something that's not completely factual right. here, but like it, it doesn't... I haven't found anything. Like, I, I am so confused by this story because like, okay... Uh, apparently some executive producer Gregory some, Allen Ho Howard he he's the writer uh, he was the writer way back in 1994 they were working on another Harriet Tubman biopic I was told how one studio head said in the meeting the script is fantastic oh he didn't say it let's get Julia Roberts to play Harriet Tubman I'm kind of like was this studio head joking <laughs> like what like is there any way this could have possibly said I, in jest because this is so beyond the pale dumb and like 1994 was a long time ago but not that not long ago yeah, yes yes come the fuck on yes I, I I I refuse to believe that this is <laughs> true <laughs> like, all right I, I, I it might maybe was said jokingly I'm right. praying it was I didn't know if you had like insider film tea girl for you, it, think I, you think I'm talking to well, I think <laughs> you're on the boards I think maybe there's more information that you're looking at than I am you're at the you know you're on the Oscar boards oh so uh, the, the Oscar boards I kind of just skim those nowadays oh. because they've become just so mean and oh really <laughs> oh yeah interesting like, nasty and why like, just, like, I don't old know. gays getting mad yeah, and I'm like were they always this way and I just got older and mm. have started realizing it more but like, yeah. I don't think so all right yeah well, speaking of getting older, if you want to feel bad about your accomplishments at this age, mm. Beyonce's daughter, Blue Ivy Seven, your um, friend from from the uh, sushi place, uh, or the ramen, the spicy ramen, spicy ramen place. Yeah, she is now an award-winning songwriter <laughs> because uh, the song "Brown Skin Girl," which was co-written um, by Miss Blue Ivy, um, won the Ashford and Simpson Songwriters Award at Sunday's BT Soul Train Awards, <laughs> and it's all—it's just like. What are we doing with our lives? <laughs> <laughs> like, at seven, girl? Seven? Yeah. What were we doing at seven, and what are we doing now at 19? You think she wrote that hook? Like, that was her? I mean, you hear at the beginning kind of singing it. Yeah. I, I mean, maybe I'm just being naive, but I do think she wrote on it somewhat, because she was, you know, she got a credit. Yeah. I could see her writing that chorus. Like, oh, yeah. It's a very... I, pearls, yeah. Best thing in the world. I could see Beyonce being like, blue. Tell me what, <laughs> tell me what words rhyme with brown skin girl. And she was like, Pearl, girl, or like a uh, world. And, and Beyonce was like, everyone listen up. My daughter Blue wrote a rhyme. <laughs> <laughs> wrote a rhyme. <laughs> but I mean, between the lyric and the melody, nothing's terribly complex, but yeah. it all very much works. It very much so. works because it's a, a cute, simple, yes. so that's like part of its charm. And that's why it's like one of the best songs of the year. In I my know. Opinion. Well, thank, um, thank you, Blue so, Ivy. I mean, thank you, Blue Ivy. For and that's the thing. I guess the if Lion King the Gift wins at the Grammys, he will have won a Grammy. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, so she would have more than Katy Perry. Oh, no. (laughs) And Nicki Minaj. (laughs) I'm sorry. That was petty, but it's true. 
It's true. And hey, hey, you give know, give Blue her due. Exactly. Guys. Like it's I been don't too think long. She's even, been on this earth for too long to not have the credit. No, exactly. Because you know, Sir and Rumi are coming up. They re- exactly you better get their awards they're, ready. Sir and Rumi are like about to start talking. I know. So they're um, about to start writing songs. <laughs> so get ready, girls. Um, the queen of positivity, Kelly Clarkson. <laughs> her show has, of course, been renewed for a second season, and I just want to say. She's doing this Vegas thing. She's doing The Voice. She's doing two seasons of this show now. Does the woman... She has like 9,000 kids. Does she sleep? Like, I don't understand how she does it. No, and she doesn't look tired. No, and she's sounding... Every time I look at uh, one of those Kelly Oki videos from the show, she's sounding better and better every week. And it's like... Kelly Oki? Excuse me? (laughs) That's what they call it when she sings every day on the talk show. That's a mix between hilarious and weird <laughs> i love it it works i like it, it i don't gives, think it's it gives too me weird pause, though. it's like i feel like mariah's had things of mariah karaoke which is obviously better <laughs> but karaoke i'm in i'm in for it I, I clearly just rolled off my tongue and i didn't even think twice about yeah, it Yeah, i was like wait 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 back up but she's sounding better and better and like i just don't i mean she's magical like All clearly right. and i she's just someone that you always want good things for so congratulations some to people her. it doesn't matter if they're tired when they're thriving they thrive and also, it's one of those things where I, she, I feel like she pivoted at the right moment. I mean, I will admit I was definitely one that was like, I don't know about this talk show. I want more music. I want more music. And I do still still feel that way to a point. But she, I think she was realizing when she put out a song like Heat, which is truly excellent, iconic, one of the greater pop songs she's put out. And it got no radio play. She's like, oh, shit. I've become too old for the radio. Mm. I need to diversify and find a way to get myself out there yeah. beyond just my music. That's so sad. It is I'm sad. Because so it's like, how old is she? Like 33? Yeah, like, and how old is Bonnie Vare? I mean, it's not like he gets radio. I mean, maybe he does. I'm like, alternative. I don't know. Yeah, sure. but he's like getting all these Grammy nominations. Yeah, that's he's true. He's probably older than Kelly. Hey. And Kelly Clarkson's not 33. <laughs> <laughs> Kelly Clarkson. <laughs> Kelly Clarkson is How old is she? Kelly Clarkson's like older. Like, like, four, in her 40s. She is not in her 40s. I guarantee you she's... I'm looking it up. She is not in her 40s. Kelly, Kelly Clarkson was 20 when she won American Idol. I'm looking it up. Maybe. She's 37. She's 37? Yeah, bitch. I thought she was like 40. No. She's 37. 37. Oh, she's not that much older than us. I know. <laughs> so I was so positive she was not in her 40s. Um, but yeah, I mean, it is true. I mean, how old was Pharrell when Happy was a big fucking pop hit? Yeah. I mean, Pharrell exactly. also looks like he's 17 still. So maybe that has something to do with but that. Hey, but Kelly's still, looking amazing when she, she's tired. She always so. looks amazing. Oh, a queen. Um, and now I just want to shout out to albums. Well, honestly, three albums that are having big anniversaries this week. Okay. First of which is Gwen Stefani's Love Angel Music Baby featuring Holla Back Girl, Rich Girls, What You Waiting For, and Cool. Um, that is now turning 15 years old. Jesus. I know. And it's like, I remember where I was. I remember being in high school and sitting in friends cars and being like guys Hollaback Girl is it. Hollaback Girl was like, it. Like it what a time. Was, what a fucking time. I yeah. remember it so well. And then also a video that we have reviewed very recently on Patreon. Go to patreon.com slash 2 mats to see our review. The Fame Monster turned 10 years old. Well, I know. Guys. It's like I remember that too. <laughs> <laughs> just getting drunk on champagne, dancing to Michael Jackson, waiting for her to to go on and perform oh. the Fame Monster in Boston. Jeez, this time ten years ago. So, um, big deal, big deal. And in, in, a, more, in a more personal note, you'll probably see on my Instagram. Ten years ago, I released the I Wish EP. Oh my god! Can you believe? Ten years ago today. Ten years ago today, yes, darling. November twenty fourth. Yes, November twenty oh fourth. I released it. It was um, 
songs that I wrote in my dorm room uh, and I got signed to a publishing company and then the producer was brought on his name Shen Mariyama we love him was brought on to beef up songs like I Wish Six Whole Days um, you know for the first songs of mine that anyone ever cared about that wasn't my mother so <laughs> <laughs> the, uh, not your that first songs that weren't on where you weren't known as as Derek exactly as the first songs that were released I think the first songs I ever had on iTunes or anything damn everyone I mean, go stream uh, Matt Palmer's yes I Wish, I wish EP tell me everyone's favorite yeah, I think mine is rain. <laughs> Not I wish. No, I mean I wish I've just heard three billion times. It's one of those songs like I literally don't hear the song anymore. It's <laughs> just like, like oh, yeah, white noise. Yes, yes, yes. I get it. Um, but yes, yeah, so well, congratulations, three happy, queens. Happy anniversary. Thank you so much. It's good to have anniversaries. Um, so okay, apparently the um. Bohemian Rhapsody producer Graham King has secured the life rights for Michael Jackson's estate and is going to make a film of the complicated pop icon's life with access to all of his music, sources say. I... This... Oh, uh, which, uh, this this is uh, which direction are we going to go in? We the go art- in a lot of different directions. The article states that this film isn't intended to be a sanitized rendering of Jackson's life. All but right. if they're working with the estate... On securing the music, yeah. how can it not be sanitized? You yeah. know what I mean? Like Michael Jackson's estate's not going to sign off on anything that makes him look bad. Yeah, I, uh, <laughs> I, it just feels maybe ill-advised. It feels like maybe a bad idea. I feel like we don't need it. I feel like we don't need it. But then if it comes out, it's like I don't know. Since personally, I've wiped Michael from my life since watching Finding Neverland. It's like, could I watch it? Would that be fine? But, but then the estate might be getting money. I don't know. It's just. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, I don't. I don't know how to feel. We'll see what happens. We'll see. And people, I mean, on. the Rocket Man's and the Bohemian Rhapsodies are, you know, big successful movies. Yeah. So I get why you'd want to. Who do, do you it. think should play Michael? Oh God! Like this is really hard. <laughs> it's really hard. Like Michael had a very unique look. Yes, <laughs> and uh, I assume if you want one person to play him throughout the like, it, I feel like there's. How do you do this and not either cast two different people mm-hmm. or? It would just, I feel like the, the, the TV movies about Michael Jackson always look insane because yes. by the end, it's just like a black man in white face and you're just like, what's yeah. happening? And it just looks like a Halloween mask. Yes. Yes. Yeah. So, so I don't know how uh, to do it. Yeah. It's, it's hard. And I mean, he specifically said like no white person will ever play me. Right. <laughs> um, which of course, which, yes. yes, I get. Um, but then it's like, but what do you do? It's, yeah. What do you do? Do you think, but do you think that a, that this is going to get made? Like, do you think it's actually gonna honestly? Happen? I don't see it getting made. Okay. I would be very, very surprised if it like makes it through all the way to casting level. Mm. <laughs> okay, well, I guess we'll have to keep our our ears peeled for this. But I am nervous. Okay. I'm nervous. That's just I just want to express my nervousness. It's okay. Whenever well. you're nervous, I'll be there. Speaking of things that make me nervous. <laughs> The Cats movie will compete for Golden Globes this season. (laughs) I did not get around to watching that second trailer. And to all of you who tweeted us that you wanted us to watch it together and wanted me to react to it in real time on a video. Like, have I not seen enough Cats? (laughs) Guys, guys, I I realized him watching the second trailer would have made a fun video, but I'm making him do enough cat stuff. I'm going to watch the entire movie. There was a moment, though, when we were discussing it where I thought Matt Steele said I didn't have to watch the movie and I was I've never been happy. It's like, oh, no, 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 no. We are watching. We are like, like seeing. Oh, well, I'm, it's going to come out when we're out of town and like, I'll be home. You'll be home. Like, maybe we'll just, you know, wait. And I'm like, you mean I don't have to see it? It's like, oh, no, 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 no. You misunderstood. Yeah, it's, it's really hard. I'm really upset because like it's coming out when I'm not going to be in L.A. Right. And we're not going to be together for two I weeks. I mean, so. we we did do that one Mariah video 
across the, the the way from each other. Remember when we watched a Christmas melody on our own? Yeah, and we and like, like reviewed cut things it. together, and that was kind of cute. I don't know if that would work here. Oh, we gotta be together. All right. Come I mean, on. if anyone has any strong feelings about this, like tell us, tweet us, text us. But yeah, like how do you guys want us to review that? Right, because I mean, it could. I mean, we'll. Talk, I mean, like not to get too inside baseball about it, but like it could be kind of cute and funny with you. Like cut to you like talking about how wonderful <laughs> and amazing it was. Cut to me like crying in my hands. <laughs> or like maybe everyone can donate for a plane ticket for you to fly up. No, to New do not donate for that. Cats movie. Do not donate me. for that. I will take your money and not go. So <laughs> don't do that. Um. So yeah, I didn't watch the second trailer. How did you feel about the second trailer? Uh, second trailer to me is not as good as the first. Mm. It felt a little too like kitty action adventure. It felt like very much like secret lives of pets. <laughs> okay. Like there was a lot of dialogue. Okay. Uh, there's one moment where a cat says cat got your tongue. And I'm, I was like, <laughs> I was like, Ooh. I don't like that. Um, uh, yeah, there was a lot of the, the first trailer I liked so much because it really felt like cats. Like it was <sighs> weird and creepy and horrifying musical. And it, it really felt like the musical. This kind of felt like a cutesy. Oh, we're speaking. And it's like, why? Are we speaking? It's cats. It should be mostly sung. Um, so I feel it, like there's gonna be a lot of speaking. I think you gotta hunker down. I that. don't. I don't want speaking in this cats it's movie. Gonna be a lot. All right. All right. Maybe <laughs> they'll find a way to make it work. Maybe if there's. But like the thing is, like if there's one way to ruin a movie musical, it's mm. like adding dialogue where there shouldn't be dialogue. Yeah, <laughs> that's like, how you do it. <laughs> but it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. It'll be fun. I'm excited. Still very much excited to see it. Okay. It's my most anticipated movie, like maybe of all time. Jesus. So. So don't worry, guys. Dreamgirl is my most anticipated movie of all time. Ooh, I was so excited about Dreamgirl. I was excited about Dreamgirl. As was I. You didn't know me then. I was excited about Dreamgirl. Yeah, but you didn't even know Dreamgirl. I knew Beyonce. I knew Jennifer Hudson. Yeah, but you didn't know Dreamgirl. I knew. I'm telling you. I was excited for Dreamgirls. But I was excited for Dreamgirls, the film. And that's why I loved it. Yes. And you were meh on it. I like, I think (laughs) it's mostly good. It's wonderful. I think there's too much added to it. Mm, I when think it could have just been the show all entirely sung. Patience is bad. <laughs> I mean, oh, patience. Um, lastly, and I, this is really a nod in story. I just want to talk about Normani. She has been named, uh, Rihanna's, uh, Whatever brand this is, or like, um, what is it called? Like lady underwear that's like sex lingerie. <laughs> G- oh, I was like, are you searching for the name of like Rihanna's no, brand? And I'm like, girl, I don't know this. And you're like, what's that? No, that? oh, lingerie. <laughs> Normani is the inaugural brand ambassador for Rihanna's lingerie line, Savage uh, X Fenty. Savage X Fenty, Sex X Fenty, like Robin Fenty. Her real name's Robin. Savage X Fenty. Yes. Okay. Yeah. That's a complex name for the lingerie. I mean, it might just be Savage Fenty, and the X is silent. Okay. I don't know know how it's said. Clearly, I I don't know much about this lingerie thing. But a Normani looks amazing. Oh, she does look amazing. She looks amazing. And B, I like that she's doing more stuff. I'm very excited for her album and I need more songs to be released. When's her album? I I mean, I guess next year sometime, but like I need a a follow-up single. Like Camila's thrown out uh, 3,000 singles and... Normani only has motivation. I want more. Normani's taking her time. She's stretching. She's warming up for some dance moves. God, she can dance, can't she? Oh, I guess that's it for News for Idiots this week. We'll be back in a second with more 2K Mets. Hey, everybody. 
everybody. I was like, am I going to talk first? You, I love that you just will just sit there and wait. I was like, sit there just and, like, say something. You. I, I know, but you know I get shy and nervous. I've never seen you shy or nervous. Wrong. Anyway, welcome back to the Two Game Ads podcast. Yes. Are, we are now in the, the email my heart section of the podcast. And we have to say, guys, after last week we said we didn't get any emails, you guys showed up and showed out and we appreciate it. I know. And now we're just like, we have so many emails. But we can only do two. I and know. it's just like, oh, I feel so bad. But in the future, when we have fewer emails a week, we'll, we'll come back to your emails and answer them because we do very much appreciate you reaching out and we love you very much. I know. So I hope a, you all it's know. A, that. It's a, an embarrassment of riches. Yes. To say. If you want to be a part of Email My Heart, you can email us at twogaymats at gmail.com to spell T W O. Love. Um, so so, oh Lord, which email do we want to start with? First, I just want to give a small shout out to Jennifer who emailed us, who said, because we dragged uh, my friend who still had a Yahoo account, she was like, hi, Matt, I still have a Hotmail account. <laughs> Please don't judge and me. Like, it was and, very sweet. And Jennifer also gave us some personal information in the email, which we want to say we love you, Jennifer. Yes, and we're thinking of you, and we love you very much. Yes. Um, so let's answer some other questions. Uh, I want. I think you wanted to answer Jaleesa's question. I did. Jaleesa emailed us, uh, saying, "My name is Jaleesa. I've been subscribed to you for about two or three years now. First video was the Hamilton Cast album recording. It was so hilarious. She loved it, and it's like, oh, thank you, thank um, you. And she says, I have some questions for you guys. Oh my God, if you don't mind, I love that. <laughs> uh, one, will you guys be doing a roomy wed game part four for your new apartment, like how you did the last time you moved in for part two? Uh, Maybe a third time is the charm. I love those videos. I love the Rumi Wed videos, <laughs> the Rumi Wed game videos. I'm always a little meh on them, but I mean, honestly, since you requested, yes, we'll do one. Yeah, I'm not totally. sure when, but yes, we will. Yeah, it's a fun little game. Yeah. Uh, second question from Matt Palmer. I remember in one of your videos where you guys listened to your music from high school, you went by Daryl because it's your real first name. Yes. When did you start going by Matt? For the sake of the title of your channel or because you just prefer the name or... If you don't mind sharing. Oh, I, I don't mind sharing. I have been Matt for as long as I remember. I know that um, my family is a family of D's. So like my brother's name starts with D. My dad's name starts with D. My mom's name starts with D. And so they were keeping the tradition alive with me. But um, I think Matthew had already been chosen because uh, it was biblical and also has family connections on my dad's side. And it's your middle name. It's my middle name. Yes. yes. I mean, yeah, I didn't make up the name. Yeah. I, I mean, I just wanted to clarify. It's your middle name. <laughs> yes. So, uh, so my name is Daryl Matthew Palmer and I have gone by Matt as long as I can remember uh, I don't know if it was a choice of mine or my parents but truly I've always been Matt and then when people are like oh what, your first name's Daryl what's that about why are you going on it's like a whole headache but it's like no I'm Matt we've discussed this yeah actually you ch- you chose the name Daryl as like a to oh by. yes like exactly. it was it was a big that was the by, choice yeah yeah and then you're just like no I'm Matt no I'm Matt Palmer totally um, another question from Jaleesa I remember one of your videos reacting to a live musical uh Matt Palmer wants an edgier musical to be produced live and mentioned maybe Les Mis. That show will live and run forever, so it may not get a live production, but mm. who would you guys cast? I stand by the world needing Kelly Clarkson as Fantine. That's a great idea. That's a great That's a idea? great idea. Yeah. Yes. Who would you cast in like the live oh, Les Mis? Oh, gosh. I have to... Th- I mean, honestly, I think you'd have to cast... Um, not pop stars like you have to add cast real theatrical actors for both Javert and Valjean mm-hmm. I feel like those parts are just too demanding to have like a Russell Crowe up there you know ruining it <laughs> um I think Callie Clarkson Fontaine is really nice actually yeah I think that um, would work really well 
I don't know. I don't know. I mean, do you have an Ariana Eponine? <laughs> oh, God. Who could be Eponine? I, I, honestly, like, I wasn't prepared for this question because this, this is something that would take a long time for me I'd to... I'd be like, I'm a Mandy Moore Cosette. I guess she's older, but... Uh, uh, Cosette needs to be a soprano. She could do it all. Uh, she Okay. Can Mandy Moore do soprano? Yes. Can she do Cosette? Yes. All right. Let's all right, go. Let's, let's do go, it. Mandy. Let's go, Mandy. All right. So, uh, you watch her on this is that she can truly do everything. I'm telling you, the old... Did I tell you that the old version of Mandy's character is now going through, like, Alzheimer's and it's just like the most heartbreaking thing you've ever seen and it's like Mandy you better fucking act okay you want to know what else is heartbreaking huh. lame is let's get back oh. to <laughs> I'm just saying if you don't give Mandy that Emmy for this season that's airing now you're all idiots you're all idiots guys um, I, we, we got to give a, at least a name for one of the characters though we got to pl- please appease Jalisa okay I said uh, Mandy Moore Cosette Mandy Moore Cosette Jesus um <laughs> Um, I'm trying to think of like a guy who's like butch enough to play Valjean or Javert who can also sing. Um, uh, Good luck, sweetie. Jesus. I feel like, I feel Sean like. Sean Mendez Marius? Sean Mendez Marius. Yes. I feel like, oh, well, I don't know. Can he, I don't know. Can he sing Is that? he too poppy? I mean, we have to get people watching. You know, yeah. gotta get the money. <laughs> or what about uh, Jordan Fisher maybe as uh, Marius? Maybe, I mean, maybe, yeah, Jordan Fisher should certainly be someone. I mean, maybe he I could be Angela. I don't know. I feel like Jordan. No, he's a Marius. He's not an Angela. He's well, too sensitive for Angela. But he has to really sing for Angela. Marius sings too, but I feel like Angela has more demanding. Vocal no, but moments. he's he's Marius. Okay. He's, he's much more of a Marius. He's my choice for Marius because I feel like he can whip out a more uh, classical sound. Well, who's Angela? Oh, <laughs> bring Aaron Tveit back. He <laughs> <laughs> did do a good job. Aaron Tveit's already done it. Yeah, he did a good job. Yeah, he did. He, did, he did a very good job in that movie. I yeah. Think. Um. So yeah. Uh, we have not decided on a Jean Valjean or Javert, but no, we I got think, Marius and we got yeah, I guess Cassette and <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, and, you got, and you got and you got Fantine. Yes, Ebony and Ariana. I don't know who else would it be. No, I, I feel like Ariana's too girly to be Ebony. Ebony's like scrappy and like tough, but Ariana. Some pants. <laughs> Call the day. All right. I guess I guess we'll do that. Um uh what about Jennifer Hudson as a uh, Madame Snardier? <laughs> <laughs> I kind of would love it, but is she funny? I don't know that I've ever seen her be She can be funny. funny. Madame Snardier, honestly, like all she really has to be is loud and she's well, funny. Jay Hud's got loud she's got down. Loud. I think she could do it. Okay. Okay. Uh so we also got a really exciting email, my heart, from uh the famous Matt Schlein. Oh my gosh, the third. <laughs> Matt, the not third gay. Matt, who uh, we named a podcast episode um, for, yeah. and he sent us a voice message. Which, by the way, I love that. So, if anyone else wants to send a voice message, I would love to include the voice on the show. So, oh this is our God. first voice message moment. That's exciting, right? So, what do I do? Do I just like? I think it? play it, put it at the mic. I'll probably edit this later. But I, we all need to. I need to listen to it again because I listened to it and I was like, I don't remember what he asked. <laughs> okay, okay. He gave us a voice ma- uh, message all the way from Japan. Yes. Hey, Matt Palmer and Matt Steele. This is Matt Schley. I love the podcast. Uh, It makes me laugh a lot. So much, in fact, that I've had to stop listening to it while I'm at the gym because I'm going to drop a bunch of heavy stuff because I'm laughing too hard. Not to mention the fact that you dedicated an episode to me. That was uh, crazy. I was really happy to have been uh, a small part of the forming of the two gay Matt's verse, as it were. Uh, I want to ask you guys a couple questions. So, uh, Matt Palmer, I know that you were associated with a Japanese record label. So the question is, uh, when's the Japan tour, man? I mean, I know you're not associated with that record label anymore, but um, I'm sure there are still a few fans out here. 
And as an aside, a couple of years ago when I was looking for, you know, looking for love on Tinder as you do, you can see each other's kind of Facebook interests on on Tinder and I ran across a uh a lady who uh had Matt Palmer as one of her uh interests and I thought, dude, if I like if I match up with this with this chick, I'm gonna have the ultimate in. Um but she, and she did not swipe right. Second question for both of you. Um, I'm curious as to what extent you are familiar with or have enjoyed Japanese pop music. And uh, if you have, what artists have you sampled? I know there's a lot of fans of... You guys were talking about, for example, Janet Jackson the other day. And I know um, a few people have kind of talked about Hikaru Utada or Namie Amuro being in kind of the same category, at least. So if you've sampled some stuff, I'm, I'm curious about your your opinion. Keep up the amazing work and see you soon uh, in Los Angeles, if not in Tokyo. <laughs> I just love that it's a voicemail. I, I really it. do. It's so great. Great he to hear his the, voice he again. He took the time, guys. He did. He I mean, <laughs> that's a dedicated fan. He did, and I appreciate that. Dedicated fan and friend match fly. So, um, what was the first? So there, the question was, oh, when is the Japan tour? I the last time I released Get Lost, and I there was a Japanese release for that, and I told the people I was like, hey, if you want me to come to Japan, I could go cheaply. I know someone there I could stay with, and they wouldn't find me out. So what the hell? I know. So I've tried, and um, so if the people want me, someone tell me and tell the label because I would go. But guys, all of our Japan listeners out there, yes, be like, we want Matt Palmer. Yes, riot in the streets. Do it. Leave your places of employment or education and <laughs> and take to the streets. Protest. You must. You must. This is the most important cause. With uh, the pictures of Matt Palmer and maybe like a couple pictures of me. <laughs> <laughs> sure. Um, as for J-pop, I haven't listened to it really. I haven't. I either. feel like we get requests. To react to and to review J-pop and K-pop music, and maybe we should just make a video where we just like do it. We really should, just so we could have a sampler plate, like something that we're starting out with. Where we're just J-pop, K-pop 101. Like, if anyone has any suggestions, please tell us, email us, tweet us, whatever. Yeah, because people love it, and yeah, I feel and like I feel like we get more requests to listen to K-pop and like J-pop and everything than anything else. I know, I know, because um, you know those stands go hard. Those stands are serious. Oh my god, I love it whenever there's a hashtag "someone is canceled" on Twitter, and it's nothing. But just K-pop stands, just like posting videos of their favorite K-pop. It's, it's amazing. They're just on another level, and I love it. Yeah. So we really should have a video yes. of us. So yeah, it's, we get requests for it. Absolutely. So maybe that's an upcoming video. Keep your eyes peeled. Yeah, <laughs> uh, Matt Schley. If you have any suggestions, yes. for K-pop stars. I think he gave us. Yeah, he did. He yeah. said uh, Utada. I think her name is. Okay. Um, so yeah, uh, yeah. Maybe that that's coming soon. So. Um, We'll be back and we're going to, we have so many more questions in the inbox now. So if you know, we have a week where we don't have questions, we will come back to the ones that were sent this week. Thank you again so much for sending. And uh, lastly, Matt Steele, Mm -hmm. what this week has been giving you moments, darling? So besides Ford v. Ferrari, I saw another movie this week. Oh, what movie? I saw Marriage Story. Oh, you did? I did. I saw it on Tuesday. Mm. And I must say, I think it should win the Oscar for screenplay. Wow. Excellent, excellent, excellent script. Really, really love it. Really great performances. Adam Driver. Yeah? (laughs) What a performance. Really? Like, what 
a performance. And guys, girls out there, you know if it's a guy versus girl thing, yeah. we're always team girl. <laughs> of course. No. Really? No, 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 no. I mean, and this movie sort of was told a little bit more from his character's perspective. Yeah. Okay, for those of you who don't know, it's basically um, a story about a husband and wife getting divorced, uh, and they have a child. And her big thing is she's an actress, and so she wants to move back to L.A. where she's from because she moved to New York City for him so he, uh, he could be a director, okay. um, like a theater director. And so then it sort of started to turn into like a custody battle. <sighs> you would love it. You'd really? love nothing more than like a couple. Like There's not as much therapy as you would want. It's true. When it started, there's like one short therapy scene, and I was yeah. like, oh, Matt Palmer will love this. Yeah. But then there was no more, there was no more therapy. <laughs> okay. It's more of like a legal drama. Okay. Um, and it's all basically about... Um, a lot of it has to do with how uh, lawyers, they wanted to like split amicably and yeah. very simply like we're yeah. just getting divorced, that's it and everything. But then you get lawyers involved. And of course, lawyers, as much as they're trying to help you make things about 20,000 times more complex totally. and difficult and stressful than they should be. Yes. Um, and, and everything sort of just spirals out of control. And and as I was saying, you know, it, it, it tries to be sort of like an even movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, where you're rooting for both kind of like where you see both sides but like no <laughs> like no 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 the Scarlett Johansson bless her heart her performance is very good her character no no really no. And Adam Driver's character does some shitty things really to her, and you are still just like nope team Adam Driver really oh my god Abs- in this scenario yes you are I can't team imagine and and honestly they're fighting over that kid and one thing I will say like that kid's a jerk like, they, like the kid like <laughs> If anyone's seen the movie, like they're fighting over this How kid. Old is the, kid? the kid's like eight, I don't mm. know, but like the kid's a little asshole. Mm. And like, like the, the kid who plays him is like actually pretty good. Yeah. Like, but like he's good at like portraying this jerky kid. Like, and I'm like, y'all are fighting over him. If I was Adam Driver, I'd be like, take him. Yeah, you can have him. <laughs> like, but yeah, no, the, the performances by everyone are very, very good. Um uh everyone's talking about Laura Dern's mm. performance. She's she's excellent. Who does she play? She plays Scarlett Johansson's lawyer. Okay. And she's it's very much a Renata type performance. Love her. Um but she's very good. She's getting a lot of Oscar buzz for supporting actress. Uh but Julie Haggerty as Scarlett Johansson's mom is so funny and ridiculous and mm. hilarious. And I was like, oh, this is the best performance in the film. But then <laughs> there is oh shit, I need to look her up. There is a woman who comes in at the final home stretch. Oh gosh, you plays, love that. Who is has very few lines. Her lines are literally like "Thank you for the water." Um, <laughs> she comes in to like observe Adam Driver's like parenting skills. Mm-hmm. And when I tell you, it's the funniest performance of the year. It for I didn't realize there were so many funny moments in this movie. Oh, it's very funny. Yeah, it's very funny, but like very um serious. I'm gonna look up this woman's name because I want to give her a shout out. Martha Kelly. Martha mm. Kelly is a comedian. She plays the evaluator. It's so funny. But yeah, no, every single performance, the script is really great. I encourage everyone to I encourage everyone to see it in theaters. I mean, it's gonna pop up on Netflix in like a couple weeks. Yeah. Um, because it's, you know, a Netflix original. So like they're just putting it in a couple theaters yeah. um to have it qualify for Oscars. Um, but it's really meant to be consumed on Netflix. But like, guys, if it's playing at a theater near you, say it in, see it in a theater, support your local theater, see something more than you know a Marvel movie, <laughs> and uh and check out a marriage story. It's very, very good. All right, I'll be watching it and truth probably. On Netflix. Okay. <laughs> I'm sorry. It's just this the 2020, you know, 2019, 2020. We all just want to, you know, consume our media at home. I'm yeah, sorry. yeah, yeah. <laughs> I apologize to you. I know you're a movie head. Ugh. 
Um, so a couple of things have been giving me life this week. One of which is a movie, which is different for me because I am not a movie person. I may mm-hmm. like movies fine, but um, before I picked up my Christmas tree, I also saw a film entitled Knives Out. A film entitled Knives Out. You yes. saw Knives Out. Yeah, I mean, a film entitled Knives Out. That's true. What I said is true. Yeah, but you talk about, you talk, you say it like, oh, no one's heard of it. It's a little film no one's heard of. Uh, I, well, I was talking before I was very rudely interrupted. <laughs> <laughs> and anyways, Knives Out is uproariously funny, so well made. It's one of those movies that you get dropped into the world and within five minutes you realize the exact tone that the movie is setting Mm. and the performances are so great so wonderful I think um, that new actress who is the lead in the movie I I don't know her name either do you know her name I don't know Um, I won't look it up but she's wonderful (laughs) and she is has such a I don't know she has such a heartwarming performance in like such the cast of characters so ridiculous around her and she being like kind of the audience's eyes and ears into this crazy world of you know oh it's a murder mystery kind of and everybody else is in this family that's inheriting all of this money and like she's just kind of like was uh christopher Plummer's nurse before he passed away and i don't know it's just kind of a whodunit it has many twists and turns and i'm not really a person that's like oh i love like i need to see the old clue movie um but people really like that movie but it's it wasn't even about the mystery to me it was about the performance and how ridiculous every single person was outside of this main girl who is so wonderful and charming and you root for the whole time. Uh, I will say Daniel Craig's accent is a little tough at the beginning <laughs> because he's doing like the most over-the-top Southern accent. It sounds like uh, Kevin, like he's doing an impression of Kevin Spacey on that show that's not on anymore, obviously. Love it. Um What's that Netflix show called? Uh, uh, House of House of Cards. Cards yeah. He's just like, oh, I do declare, <laughs> like just the most dramatic. Well, yeah, it Southern. seems like very stylized. Yes, everything's yeah. very stylized and very campy and very fun. It just was like a fun movie that was a little emotional, but like it more was just. Just a joy to watch. Like, I was just smiling all the way through it. And, I mean, obviously, Tony Collette was iconic. I would love more Tony Collette, but Jamie Lee Curtis was amazing. Mm-hmm. Don Johnson was amazing. And um, even the supporting actors were people that I had recognized from TV and film before. And everyone did such a great bang-up job. And Do we think, lovely. like, could be nominated for SAG Ensemble? I think it should be. Like, the cast itself is just, everyone is firing all cylinders. Chris Evans does a good job. Like, Lakeith Stanfield's great. Like, it, it should be like every actor was doing a 10 out of 10 work all so. right it's a joy to watch a joy 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 and i'm um, seeing it tuesday so okay well i can't no spoilers don't tell me who done it everyone did it no <laughs> i know that's the spoil it's a group thing um okay the other thing that's been giving me moments this week is a song okay billboard came out this year uh this week with um 100 songs that like defined the decade or whatever because obviously it's the end of the decade there are going to be a lot of lists popping about and there were songs on there that you of course think of like old town road and um justin bieber's baby from 2010 or something um but there's this song that when i love so much and whenever i refine it i'm always like I get in a hole of listening to it on loop for like three days and then I forget about it and it's gone from mm-hmm. my life. It's a song from uh, an artist named Mitski and she is um, an indie uh, Asian American rock artist and she has this song called uh, Your Best American Girl and it's kind of about her falling in love with like a very white bread American guy and the, her upbringing is so different than his. Like she... Was describing on a podcast called Song Explorer that she was kind of nomadic. She's a person that she had like an American dad and an Asian mom, and they all kind of like traveled around the country and like never really 
put roots down anywhere. Mm-hmm. And so she's talking about like trying to fit into this relationship with this white guy who's only had, you know, one family home and living in one place and like growing up knowing all of the same people and like just kind of the, um, the American dream kind of would like landed in his lap because mm-hmm. both he's, you know, a white man. And two, he just like had the kind of upbringing that anyone would have. And just the chorus lyrics and melody are so beautiful and poignant and impressive and unique and it goes goes, um your mother wouldn't approve of how my mother raised me but i do i finally do and it's just like i've never heard this it is great it is so good and the video is so cool and interesting and it's just you know, I love a big rocker moment and a, and a female rocker only. <laughs> and she just, I just think it's such a unique point of view to put in a song, like such a unique concept. And the melody is so beautiful and gorgeous and it's so arresting and so important feeling. And I don't know, it's just a, a massive song that I I just get obsessed with for like weeks on weeks at a time. And I'm in, I'm in one of my Mitski, your best American and, girl. Spells. And billboard was like, yeah. And the thing is, it's not a huge hit song. Like I think the video has like 3 million views, mm-hmm. but it got such good press. Like it was like one of those things like pitchfork wrote about like best album of the week or whatever. And like, she became kind of a star in the indie world based off of this song and this album. Um, but it's just truly, I, I like, I've listened to other of her music and it is good. It's all very good. But I feel like this song is truly like a magnum opus. Like, God, Shit. like what a point of view, what a vocal, what a melody, what a, what a, what a queen. I just, I just really am. I'm so into that. song. What a moment it, it is giving me. <laughs> it, is giving me <laughs> it is giving me quite the moment, Whitney. Thank you. <laughs> um, so yeah, that's what's been giving me moments this week. What great weeks we've had. Furniture, know. marriage story. Yes. Yes. Knives out. Knives out. <laughs> it's been a good week. I mean, it's, it's becoming the holiday season. So I think everything's about to get real. Good. I know. Yeah. Oh. Next podcast will be officially Christmas season because Thanksgiving will be over. I know. Thanksgiving going to be so out this time next week. Ever Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving is objectively the most overrated holiday. I mean, I like the food, but the thing is I get the same meal on Christmas that I get on Thanksgiving, and so it's like, I mean, that makes Thanksgiving less special. I'm just kind house. of like, really, like, the, the whole holiday is, like, centered around just, like, the type of food you eat. I don't know. It's interesting. <laughs> I don't know. I, to me, Thanksgiving is just like, what? I mean, the people I, who like Thanksgiving more than Christmas. I've talked about this I before, mean. and I've insulted many people, <laughs> and, like, so many people are offended, like, when I say this, but it's hey. just like, why would you ever think Thanksgiving is better than Christmas? I mean, I mean if you don't celebrate Christmas, obviously, you know, you don't know. But like, <laughs> but like Thanksgiving, no, 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 I no. mean, no. I feel like we agree on a few things, especially a few controversial topics. We agree on this. Oh, yes. <laughs> like, come the fuck on. Christmas, Christmas is everything. Yes, yes. yes. Oh, well, guys, <laughs> on that note, um, follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Matt Parr Music. And it's Matt Steele. And Two Gay Mats for both of us. If you like our videos, which you can find at YouTube.com slash Two Gay Mats, you could like even more of our videos. We have 50 bonus uh, videos waiting for you at Patreon.com slash Two Gay Mats. For as little as $1 a video, you get an extra bonus video from us every single week. Make sure to fill out your uh, Christmas brackets and look out for our new Christmas bracket video when we go through which ones won our brackets and which one won all of those matchups that we put on the bracket and uh, we'll see if you can guess what ours will be. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Do you know what mine will be? I I, I wonder. Okay. I wonder. I guess we'll see. I guess we will see. I guess we will. Mm. Thank you guys for listening. We'll be with another Two Game Mats podcast. Bye. Bye. Bye.